I was, I was honestly, I was flabbergasted. I was like, what the fuck? Like all caps. He's like, he's just trying stuff out. (laughs) (laughs) I can just see McKay's just losing. Welcome into episode six. It is six, I promise you. Uh, we recorded last week's episode. We had some some difficulties, you know. Difficulties. Uh, website that I use, it's good and it's also very bad. Uh, and last week was just one of the examples. But we're back. Hopefully, this gets edited and uploaded um, as soon as I can. Anticipate a quick release, of course. Uh, I'm here. Obviously, McKay is as as usual, and we got oh. Ryan. It was an interesting past week. And I say that every week, but this week was people were fired up. Fire, fired up. Fired right on up. Well, uh, we'll definitely discuss that a little bit when uh, we have the commission join us uh, in a little bit here. But we're just going to start off with the, the typical stuff. We had some injuries go down. I think one of the biggest ones was probably Hollywood Brown yeah. on Leo's team. He had a foot injury that we, he suffered during the game. Um, and they were saying he might be out like the rest of the season, but then they said it was only going to be six weeks. Strikes here and their opponents, you know. They come back yeah, at any yeah. time. Let's not let's not act a fool. Let's see. From the report, uh, what's today? Tuesday. Report Monday said he's out indefinitely. X-rays came back negative. Getting a second opinion, but yeah, he's going to be out a long, long time. Which this just means, you know, D Hop. Initially, I was like, when when D Hop comes back, I want to see like what happens with Bollywood. Like if all those targets like really take a dip. But now with him being completely out, I mean, it's gonna be the Andre Hopkins season. Um. Yeah. I mean, there's some question marks there. I guess. I mean, is is it gonna be DeAndre Hopkins season or is uh, you know, somebody else gonna step up? Because DeAndre. As good as he is, it's coming off a bad year, coming off six weeks of no football. Just see what happens. Yeah, you know, you're always nervous when like players come back from multi-week absences like that or suspensions because you're like, "Fuck, which which player?" Right, am I gonna he get? missed seven or eight weeks last year, so you would think Leo would have to be the one that's dealing with that, but he's actually he's actually on his way to blast. Yeah, he's which, problem which, now. Which, yeah. We'll discuss that a little bit later on the trades. And then uh, we'll see other injury that I had written down. Oh, and Dak's probably going to be coming back next week. So that'll definitely boost that offense, possibly. Uh, no need to play with Cooper Rush anymore. Cooper Rush had a, a nice start. What was he, like 5-0 and in his first yeah. five starts? And then uh, started going downhill, and then he ran, in, ran into the undefeated Eagles. He met up with two. Didn't exactly go according to plan. It happened. That that's happened to everybody who's met up with Jalen Hurts this season. Eagles are out here, man. Yeah. Hey, they're a good team. They you know, are they a great team? Only time will tell. But they're uh, a good team, that's for sure. And then obviously there was like injuries throughout, like but no one that's really uh, that much of a game changer, I guess. Like Randall Cobb went out high ankle sprain. Um, I don't think anybody really has him. Jamal Agnew had a knee injury. Kendrick Bourne. None of these guys are really on any 
any rosters or any they're not like big injuries that are really different from Lakers. No, there's a couple of people so. who missed the game last week with injuries that were bigger. Um like I know like uh what was it, Pat Fryermuth didn't play last week. Yep. Yeah, concussion. He concussion protocol. Uh Chris Olave, I think, is now cleared concussion protocol. So there were definitely some players yeah. and, and I heard that after Monday night's game that um that Russ is hurt possibly. I heard that too. So what wow. they were saying, they were saying that um right here is hamstring. It says considered day to day after an MRI on Tuesday revealed no significant injury, but its availability for Sunday's game against the Jets remains in question. He'll play, but I don't know. He's just he's also fucking ass. Will he so. play well? Does he ever play well? <laughs> yeah, I don't think an injury is gonna <laughs> gonna be the difference maker there. Um but yeah, there was a good amount of injuries. We we touched on them last week in the episode, but obviously the episode didn't go up. Uh, obviously you had James Conner, which was a big one. Um, and I really, uh, to be honest, I forget all the other ones we yeah, talked about. But it is what it is. Um, waiver wise, I know there was a lot of moves being made because there was a lot of bye weeks this week. I think this was the first week that uh, bye week started uh, started happening. Yeah. Do you like the Wandale Robinson pickup from James? That was nice. I wouldn't have considered it a big pickup at the time, but uh, it ended up being a good pickup. Yeah, considering like all the other pass catchers on that team are injured or don't want to play or football anymore. A la injured or fucking trash. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, not not that much going on on the waiver wire per se. A lot of a lot of trades. Like I said, we'll we'll get into that in a little bit, but not not much else uh waiver wire wise. No, not a whole lot. It was a quiet week in that sense and uh I think most of that has to do with the fact that, you know, it um people kinda have like their set team. So yeah, waiver wires are gonna, you know, be good, but at the same time it's like, you know, if you have your team you're not dropping people because they have a bye week. Right, like at this point in the season, like this, these are the guys you got on the waiver wire. Samaj P. Ryan, fucking Tevin Coleman, who had that one good week, but it was it was a random ass performance that he blew up, and then last week he didn't do shit. Neither did Jeff Wilson, but you got like DJ Chark, uh, just like a lot of random ass players that, like you said, like people already have their set teams. If they pick up any of these guys, it's just as like a bye week replacement if they need it. Exactly. But all the all the backup guys, like all the backup running backs and the main guys or waiver uh wide receivers that you might want to play, they're all they're already rostered. For sure. Yeah, you might pick someone up in a pitch, maybe drop someone that's expendable. You know, I got a couple guys on my team I could probably drop you know, Chase Edmonds, I guess Geno Smith really even came down to it because not everybody needs a quarterback, but, um, you know, uh, and everybody has those couple of guys, but even those guys on their team aren't necessarily guys you're going to be trying to pick up as soon as they get dropped. I mean, you can, you could go hold on to Chase Edmonds. I mean, Hey, I'm trying, I'm going to hold on to him too. (laughs) You know, uh, he's put up a decent amount of points this season. You know, I know his, Football performances haven't exactly been top notch, but if you look at the amount of points, 
but in the past the other day, he's put up a decent amount of points, almost 15 fantasy points this season. Yeah, good luck with that. I the don't... thing, the thing is, it's been six weeks. He's put up about f- almost 50 fantasy points. You know, I don't hate it. I do, and that's exactly why I dropped him. You're like, oh my god, a free pickup, and I'm like, go ahead. No, go ahead. I hope you start him. No, I, I, I didn't think a free pickup at all. I just think that. If Mostert goes down or if Mostert underperforms, I think that that is, for as far as I'm concerned, a a starting running back. And uh, just like just like the same reason that people um, roster Naheem Hines and uh, Mattinson and all those guys, I, I just think it's something that is uh, worth having. And I, I don't think he's necessarily a bad running back. He's not a bad running back. It's just they're not using him the right way. I feel. I mean, he could be bad. What 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 do I really know? Yeah, but we got we got the commission himself of the of the Taco Court League, uh, Leo Batista. Leo, how are you doing, my friend? I'm doing well. Um, you know, to be zero and six is uh is definitely a punch in the nuts. But hey, I mean, it's fantasy football. It's fun. We're all having fun. Your own it's league. A fun time. Yeah, I don't think I wouldn't say I'd be having much fun if I was in your position. So you're much more optimistic than I am, which is great. I feel like the main reason I wanted to have you on this week cause, was because of the uh, the the trade fiasco that that went down. Yeah, that was uh, yeah, that you, was that was had... crazy. So it was uh, it was definitely um, it was definitely crazy to kind of see it all like kind of transpire, only because trades are such a weird thing in fantasy football or like any fantasy in general just because you're trying so hard to make it fair but also win the trade at the same time and how do you how do you really do both you really can't so you just you try to find that middle ground and i guess when there's so much backlash over one trade i kind of let it play out but at some point i gotta step in and just kind of keep the peace as best as i can and i was gonna say like you being the commissioner, if you felt like really strongly towards like the fact that, you know, it's a fair trade, like people really shouldn't be vetoing it. I'm pretty sure as a commissioner, you can just like, what's the, what's the word uh, for it? You can uh, just hold overrule it. everybody. Right. And push it through. Yeah. Yeah. So, so if I felt, so if, so if I felt strongly enough that the, that the, the trade was that fair and that it was so not one-sided, then yeah, that's a different, that's a different conversation. Now, did I feel that there was a winner and a loser in that trade? Absolutely. Did I feel that maybe maybe it was somehow taking advantage of someone that's new to this and kind of selling the name of the person? Then yes, I don't I don't think it was done maliciously to the point that it was like awful, but I do think that there was something involved where it's like, "Hey, he's a newer to fantasy. Let me let me kind of sell him on the name." And that that and that happened. So at that point when you have most of the league saying, "Hey, this, hey, this is unfair," there was there was some leg to stand on there. Yeah, and I don't. To be honest, I really don't think people were vetoing it just because you know they wanted to, or they, it's it that when you look at that trade, it was just. I was telling I was telling Ryan like if anybody else had made that trade, like uh, on Lee on Blad on Blad's side, I think it would have been fine because most people in the league have experience being in fantasy leagues, right? But because it was Blad and and the players that were involved, I'm just like, you can't really let this trade go through. It's just not... 
it's really not i don't think anybody makes that trade in a normal scenario yeah yeah that's fair you have because the way that the trade was going down is you have essentially blad's top three scores and you're trading away that and then you're receiving these players that haven't really been haven't really been performing like you're trading away mahomes barkley and chase like that's his team that's literally three of his top four picks for you then to get back yeah. a brady who's trash and has, has shown no signs of actually being better and then on top of that you're also i mean lenny was good and there was no real uproar about that in, in my opinion but the other the other the other part of the trade again i can't remember off the top of my head who to who exactly it was but dk yeah dk yeah. Uh, dk great year geno smith has been surprising everybody so i guess that isn't too too bad but on my end you you're, you're pretty much to, to he he just downgraded at every yeah position. there there's there was was he, he didn't get better in, in any way shape or form and when you make a trade somebody yeah. you have to get better at some point even if you even if you sell me on hey my keeper next year is going to be a great value I'm, i I draft this guy in the ninth round he's breaking out he's gonna be a seventh round pick next year it's gonna be great there wasn't even that so you're you're you're, you're stuck you're putting me in a position that it's like I have no legs to stand on. I cannot uphold this trade. I'm sorry. And then to make it worse, <laughs> Vlad was like, guys, I'm just trying stuff oh, out. Oh, my fucking God. He's like, no. And oh. then he was like, and then he was like, uh, wow, you guys take this so seriously. I was oh. like. He sent that text, and I was like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, it, I was like, this man's about to get out of the league. Jesus. Like, I wanted to text him and be like, dude, you're really not helping yourself here. Like, I obviously want him to kind of be, like, be his own person here and kind of make his own moves. But, jeez, man, there's a there's a level of having some self-awareness. Read the room. <laughs> Jesus. I was, I was, honestly, I was flabbergasted. I was like, what the fuck? Like, all caps. He's like, he's just trying stuff out. <laughs> I can just see McKay's just losing that's it. His, fucking losing it. That is a wild statement to make <laughs> when everybody's trying to negate your fucking trade. Oh, you're like, I'm just trying stuff out. He, and 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 he, it, I'm just trying. And he stuff had sent and, and he had sent me the trade beforehand, and I and and I told him I said I would probably try to get someone better 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 than DK, the Brady one. You're you're taking a you're you're taking a shot in the dark and. We all trust Brady's gonna be great, but you have Patrick Mahomes, like it, you you can't do that. Yeah, yeah. So. I think that was the real issue with the trade. Is like he just, I mean, Lenny's great and Brady's great, but when you're looking like you're trading like the QB two and the RB one for just nothing nearly as good as what you're giving up. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no, you're right. I think um, I, I've. I've I've toyed with the idea of next year getting rid of vetoes in terms of it being it from like the from from the ESPN side, but more or less just having the trades happen and if someone and and if people feel strongly about it, send a message to me and then and then we can kind of talk about it. If there's a fair argument one way or another, then other uh, we can do it. But that hopefully eliminates the idea of vetoing just a vetoing because that's just a veto to veto like that isn't the the purpose of the button it's more or less to make a case and we have a group chat so that helps out but i don't know i've been toying with different things it, it really there's there was a lot going on in that trade like inexperience being one thing like not even looking at like each person's team 
but like even if you just look at like their record like someone that's four and one isn't going to make that trade and just downgrade yeah. like that um but then again that that's where the inexperience you know comes into the comes into play so i mean if i was if i was james obviously i would have been upset that that trade got vetoed but I remember in, in I the group chat, he was trying to I justify it. Too. I'm like, shit, they really just ruined me just getting a steal here. <laughs> but the thing is, so Ryan, he was trying to justify it in our group chat, saying that like... when when And he kept saying, oh, I give up a lot, I give up a lot. I was like, you gotta stop saying that. Yeah, you I gave up a lot. That's that. what he said. My, my favorite part about it was like, I honestly didn't even hate the trade. I thought it was a little unfair, but I was like, you know what, if he's willing to make that trade, I'll let him. I didn't even veto the first offer. It obviously got me to pick. I wasn't paying and, attention either. So and I didn't veto. the second offer came through. That's when I got mad because I was like, "All right, the first offer got vetoed, so you just take out James Conner and replace him with an equally as awful Najee Harris." And you think everybody's just gonna be like, "Oh, great, great trade off." <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no, that wasn't that wasn't the deciding factor. No, it wasn't at all. And I don't, and and I don't, and I truly don't think that he understood that or that he thought that Mahomes and um chase was the issue i don't i don't think he thought that but obviously that was the case yeah well i mean clearly something that sparked something in the league because there was a lot of trades uh that that went yeah, down that was an uh, exciting one, day one that you made too yeah so the one so now, interesting enough the one that i made today was one that him and i were talking about before he made the trade with with james and it was something that we were kind of like in the works and talking to, and then the trade happened with James. So it kind of just, it stalled the conversations and I wasn't going to then make a trade right after like 10 minutes out. Okay, like, can you, like, can you imagine everything happens with that trade with James? And then 10 minutes later, you guys see a trade come through with me and Vlad. You're like, absolutely fucking not. <laughs> like, it's just, it looks, it, it looks sketchy. So I, I gave it a week and I said, Hey, let's kind of revisit it and see if, and see if we can make this happen. And I think the trade that we made, was fair if you're looking at everything like separate and you look at the players involved it makes his team tremendously better than it makes my team but i think the trade overall was fair yeah yeah i don't know that it really you really got much in return like jamar is obviously nice um especially with the last week he had singletary hasn't been doing as bad as i feel like most people thought uh yeah for me it's just chasing the booms i'm just trying to chase booms here to the point that breaks breakouts happen and that's really why you trade for Hawkins and you go for the boom Jamar's gonna have that boom week every once in a while and and hope that it comes and it gives you a few wins I mean it's good that you don't have to worry about fucking trying to play Russell Wilson anymore. that has been such a disappointment how do you how do you feel though knowing that you probably could have got Cooper Cup for for like Dalvin Cook so he sent me a trade yesterday and he sent me he sent me he sent me a text and he goes hey i'll do tony pollard for tony pollard and justin jefferson for dalvin cook and if that was two weeks ago i would have made the trade but knowing that i had that i was gonna get jamar chase and i was gonna get other people around it i was like i'm all set i'll pass wait wait he offered you justin jefferson and pollard Correct. for cook I yeah i probably would have i so if again, 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 if it, uh, again, if it was two weeks ago, I would have. But given given that I'm trying to make more than one move, and this is the first move of like three that I that, that, I'm, that I'm trying to make, and now I have two tight ends, and I can flip a tight end for a wide receiver. Mostert's doing great. 
Zeke, I'll flip at some point. It just it didn't make sense in my grand scheme of moves. Okay. Theo's grand scheme right. of moves really fucked me up. We didn't even talk about that. <laughs> hey, we don't need to talk about that. We can we can just keep it moving. No, oh, we, we can't. We can't. We're on the pod. I'm not going to disclose any details. All I'm going to say is there were certain players who Leo no longer has ownership of that we were in talks and possibly agreeing upon. <laughs> and then I, th- I texted <laughs> text him back in the morning and they were no longer on his team. <laughs> <laughs> we were probably like 70% there on a, on a trade we, and I would say between 70 and 80. Yeah, and it, it Fire, you can't you can't let the, people the, sleep the on most, it. The, the most the recent day. offer was like I was like mm, I don't hate that and then it, it, it was good. Chaotic morning, I text Leo back, "Yo, I'm just getting to look at this. I, I I don't hate that offer." And he's like, "Oh, that's good, but uh this guy and this guy are no longer on my team." <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Hey, that's just that's just what happens. I, you know, you make you you think about a move, you there's another one comes up. I mean, it ha- I mean it happens would, to me all the yeah. time. Like I'll get texts from people, and then two hours later, I'm like, hey, what's up? And they're like, oh, I already happened. I'm like, ah, oh, fair. I don't take it personally, but I I was excited about certain things that were happening. Yeah, no, it's I mean it's a great day of trades. We, we have what? We had four trades today, five trades. One, two, three. three. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I don't know why I thought that there was four, but three trades. That's a good day of trades. A lot of player movement. That's that's what you want, right? Like that's, you want you like you want to run a league that people are having fun, that people are making moves, that there's fluidity in some way, shape, or form, and people are enjoying doing it. When you have when you have stuff that happens like like last week, you create animosity towards people, and it just creates for this like awkward, weird vibe for not only that year but since we do a live draft it makes next year like now awkward so you want to eliminate that by hopefully um making things better that that of uh, that same year yeah and the thing like you said earlier like the thing with trades everybody wants to win the trade right the trades you have to be willing to give something up or you're never gonna you just trades are not yeah. gonna happen you gotta you, you gotta get it like you can move you can move these big pieces like these big names you just have to like make sure that it's at least somewhat balanced or like when people look at it straight away, they're going to be like, this isn't fair. Especially when you have, and I think what, what's, what's the deciding factor is when you have money involved, when you have punishments involved, when you have like draft picks involved, it just, it adds another level of competition that people aren't willing to, they have to sign up for. They're, they're signing up for something that's fair, that they have a chance of winning. And when you make stuff that jeopardizes that, it gets, makes people feel a type of way, which it should, because Everyone wants a fair chance at either winning, or if you're not winning, don't come in last. And that's the goal. That's so. true. Leo, on a side note, uh, you know, not really so much something that has to do with uh, the trades, but just from from the mind of a man who is struggling, you know, you <laughs> last place in your own league, I'm not rubbing it in, I'm just stating facts. Um, you know, how does it feel knowing that if you just started trash ass Allen Robinson and Russell Wilson, you probably could have won this week? So, what makes me feel better is that if I, even if I started both of them, I still would have caught an L. That that makes me feel happy inside because the people that I played over them. So I picked up People's Jones to play over Allen Robinson, and I picked up Zach Wilson to play over Russ. And when I did the math, of the total points scored, I would have still caught an L. 
Now, if I was smart and played Peoples Jones over Corey Davis and then played Allen Robinson, well, then I would have been within a point or two. Um, but if if the total points would have been more than Larry's, I would have been upset. Yeah, I, I would have said that. I think I think my toughest loss this year is was against Huey. I would say that that's that that was a demoralizing loss because I put up points that week for then Huey just to be like, that's cute. It, it was just it, it wasn't it like I knew I was gonna lose to my brother. Like I I like I had a chance, but when you have Patty Mahomes left and Devonte Adams, I mean, I would only been safe if I was up by sixty, and even then I think he put up like a combined sixty plus with two of them. It was stupid. Yeah, it was. That seems scary. They get points quick. It's fast. It's real fast. <laughs> it's like, dude, no, this first hand. Big, uh, my butthole is puckered up for about two hours. <laughs> it was four or five hours. I swear. I was up by, what, McKay, if you were watching the matchup, I was up by like 60, I think. And then all of a sudden, yeah. bro, we were like fucking tied. I was like, what even happened? It's just the randomest fucking the Alec Pierce yeah. play. I don't know. He just has him in his lineup, and I'm like, okay, interesting play. He has 1.9, and out of nowhere, he ends with 13 points. That was that was a sneaky good pickup. I was I was impressed. It was. Yeah, it, it, it was. It paid off. That's for sure. So, uh, seeing as like uh, you know how how your team's looking now, what what changes are you gonna make next year during the draft? Like, the draft strategy changing at all? Or yeah, like, so. My number, my number one strategy for next year is one: don't fucking suck. That's that's the goal. Don't fucking suck. So so don't draft. Don't Russell draft Russell Wilson. Wilson. He's he is he just became my do not draft list ever. Like it's just done. Man's about to burn yeah, his jersey. Well, now, him being well, do not draft list is big because you draft him every year. <laughs> now here's the thing though, right? So I can't I can't burn. The rough, the Seattle jersey because he was great in Seattle. I can I don't I don't have a Denver jersey. All right, well, good luck with that. Uh, we'll probably be looking at a new commissioner next year. He's yeah. just a commissioner. We can keep you as the treasurer. You hold on to the money the, for the, the league. The thing is with the, with the with the people in this league and how long most of them have known Vlad. I'm comfortable giving Vlad my money because I know if he doesn't give it back to whoever wins, he's just gonna catch a beating from someone. That's also true. That's also true. All right, Leo. We're going to let you go here. Do let you do whatever you got to do. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Uh hey, you know what happens when you come on the podcast as a guest? You end up being the highest scorer That's the following it. week. So, if it if the streak ends with you, and, I don't know. And, maybe maybe really is you're the problem. All right, man. Take care. All right. So, yep, that was that was the commissioner himself, Leo. Got some got some insight as to, you know, all the trades going down. So, always good to hear from them. Yeah. Commish. And uh, yeah, I mean, I guess that, uh, you know, covers the waiver wires and stuff. Just uh, getting to the matchups, right? Yes, sir. He did mention he was the second lowest scorer. Um, but we actually have a message from the actual lowest scorer Oof. this week. Which was George. Let's see what he had to say. All right. Back at it here. Lowest score. <clears throat> Again, second time doing this, and I'm only, this is my second time. But, you know, it's pretty self explanatory. My team is inconsistent. My wide receivers are carrying me a little bit, but 
you know, they can't carry me to the, the totals that I need. You know, everyone's team is pretty consistent in terms of how much points they're putting up. I feel like mine is, you know, up, down, but it's never consistently putting up around the same amount of points. So um, making a couple of trades here, uh, going to give away uh, a chip of mine, you know, one that I don't want to, but I kind of have to to get some uh, to get some depth back here. You know, uh, a good time, a good running back. You know, good wide receiver. Kind of settle the positions down a little bit, um, and you know, hopefully we can you know create some consistency that way. Um, it's tough letting you know one of those guys go, but I have to do what I got to do in order to you know hopefully make the playoffs and you know make a deep run. I like the way that my team looks, but. You know, people just aren't performing, and just got to find the right pieces to put together. Um, so that's it in terms of going into next week. You know, I'm facing Leo. I'm guaranteeing a win here. Um, <laughs> it's not even a it's no brainer. It's 100% guaranteed a win. Um, I'm going to be, you know, celebrating my wedding this week. I'm going to get Leo drunk as fuck. Maybe he'll offer me one of it. Uh, you know, Chase and uh, and uh, one of those guys, you know, how he, he absolutely gave Blad fucking the regular season trophy with that trade. But anyway, you know, it's fine. So we'll let it be. But I'm going to smoke him this weekend, and uh, I'm going to put him right back to where he belongs. You know, I think that's going to be 0-7 for him. And, yeah, we'll keep, this, we'll keep the losing streak alive. All right, well. That's all I got. I'm currently sitting here watching the Yankees win, which is very disappointing. <laughs> that is disappointing. It is what it is. Peace out, boys. <laughs> solid, uh, solid answers from, from, from George. Guaranteeing another win. And uh, we heard against Leo. You know, it's it's hard to say. Is Leo's new team different? You know. It's, did he make enough changes? You know, I would have said giving away DeAndre after losing Hollywood Brown wasn't the best move. Um, so I honestly, I might, I might be looking at uh, 7 and seventeen in Leo coming up. Um, yeah, I'll admit I was uh, courting Mister Hopkins. Um. You know, I I was trying to acquire him, um, you know. So yeah, I think I think he's a good football. I think I think he plays good American football. That's all I really have to say. About that. <laughs> plays good American football. Um, but yeah, I guess we could get into you know George being the Lord scorer. So he he faced me this week. Um, he had Aaron Rodgers put up. Like you said this, I think a couple weeks ago, Aaron Rodgers will get you 200 yards, and that's, that's it. it. Every week, unbelievable. He's the most man. he's put up this season is 255. That's disgusting. Dude, for one touchdown, Alan Lazard, um, Aaron Jones didn't do much. J.K. Dobbins didn't do much. Cup and Jefferson did the exact same, which is like, you know, that's what he was saying about his his wide receivers kind of carrying him. They're trying to carry the load as much as they can, but he just has nothing well, else. For sure. That... I mean, his wide receivers 
pretty much all put up the same score this week. All had 16 point something points, um, you know. And then when you look at his running backs, you know, uh, I don't even think between his flex and his two running backs, he don't even think had 16 points. Yeah. And then he he had Claypool on his bench, but, like, I don't think he'll ever be comfortable starting Claypool anyway. And I think he still would have. Might start um, Claypool over he still Tony lost. Pollard, personally. <clears throat> um, given who he has on his team, Jamal Williams on a bye, um, your options pretty much come down to Claypool, Tony Pollard, and Daryl Henderson. Personally, this week, I wouldn't have started Claypool. I probably would have started Daryl Henderson, just given what had gone on kind of in that locker room and in that organization regarding Cam Akers, um, because it was pretty clear that, mm-hmm. you know, he was going to be the standalone starting running back. And he did mention he he has to make some moves, and he did. Uh, he traded away Cooper Cup to me, and I traded away... Mike Williams to him, as well as Kamara. Not a crazy trade. It's not really one-sided. Um, who else did you get in return, Tony Pollard? Oh, Daryl Henderson. Henderson. Okay. Yeah, I mean. So I'm getting a usable running back um, and obviously a top wide receiver. Uh, yeah. Do I think it's a fair trade? Yeah. Do I think that someone in particular won that trade? I do. Um but yeah, I mean, I do think it's a fair trade for the most part. As for the group chat as well, they they said I uh, I think I won the trade. I agree with that. Um, I didn't want to really give up Kamara, but I'm getting Cup in return. Like it's fine. Um, yeah, my team, you know, came through besides Jeff Wilson and your defense, Mike Williams. <laughs> Yeah, let's not talk about that. They're they're non-existent. Um, also, I was surprised that the the picker the the kicker I picked up on this bye week was the number six kicker. I was like, yeah, okay. I mean, Seattle's scored a lot of points this season, so he's out there putting up double digit points. Yeah, so. and uh, you know, obviously, the addition of Cooper Cup certainly helps your team. You're losing Mike Williams. That's all right. He's a good uh, receiver. You know, probably your second best receiver, um, and mm-hmm. uh, you know you're giving up your your first round pick, so it's it's a big loss. But uh, you know you gotta expect Jeff Wilson's gonna have better days ahead of him, at least until Eli Mitchell comes yeah. back. Um, and you know by by then we'll see what happens. We will see. We'll see. A little bit of a rough week coming up because Cup is on a bye. And I just gave up Williams, so I'm down two receivers. And Josh Allen is on a bye. So I personally will not be guaranteeing a win <laughs> this week. <laughs> I might definitely cop an L to Jerry. But then we can move on to the, the highest score of the week, which was you. That was me. Putting up 140. Very tense matchup throughout throughout Sunday. Uh, Vlad just wouldn't go wouldn't, away. Um, you know, I was up by... I think I had him by over 50 at one point. Um, came right back. All of a sudden, that last hour of the 1 o'clock games, uh, you know, Chase all of a sudden started to go off. Got, like, three receptions for, like, 50 yards and a touchdown in the fourth quarter. Um, Alec Pierce had, like, a 30-yard touchdown. Um, 
and then uh, Barkley had a touchdown, and I, it got close. And, and it remained close for the entire duration of the KC-Buffalo game. Uh, he had Mahomes and Singletary. I had Dawson Knox and Isaiah McKenzie. Uh, it came down to about... Cheeks were clenched. What's that? I said cheeks, cheeks were, were clenched. clenched. It came down to <clears throat> about... We were, he was within two points of me when Buffalo was driving on their final drive. He had, mind you... Uh, Singletary and Tyler Bass. So if Buffalo did not score a touchdown and Tyler Bass kicked a field goal, three points, it's all over for me. Uh, And, you know, Josh Allen came through and he delivered to one of my receivers. And and I was able to get it done. What a crazy turn of events. Literally a Singletary touchdown. Or they don't score, and Tyler Bass kicks a field goal, yep. and you lose. And, and the only way I but win, it goes to the one the other person. The only way person. I win is, da- is Dawson Knox or Isaiah McKenzie. Two unlikely targets at that time in the game for a touchdown. But it happened. Unreal. Yeah, you came through. You came through with the win, putting you at 4-2. and two. Pretty solid. <clears throat> and then Vlad copped his second loss of the year. And Vlad Seam just keeps putting up fucking points. It's he was still insane. the second highest scorer of the week, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. He thought it was going to be me, but I didn't really. My, my team kind of petered out. Luckily, I, you know, once those games were done on, on Sunday, I, I pretty much had the win. So I didn't have to rely on Mike Williams or Gerald Yeah, Everett. with both of those guys <laughs> in your lineup, and, and you were at about 110, I think. Um, I definitely thought that you were going to climb right up to the 130s, but Mike Williams just uh, didn't have a great game. I mean, just in general, L.A. didn't have a great game. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't the best performance from them. Larry and Leo's matchup? Okay. Two, two of the, the bottom Yeah, the teams battle here. of the bottoms uh, in their respective uh, <clears throat> conferences. Unfortunate. Uh, we, we heard from Leo earlier um, that even if he did start the right players, he probably would have still copped an L. It's, yeah, it's just it's rough looking at his team. I don't know that the move he made really helps him at all. Um, like he said, he was just looking for those boom performances, which uh, I don't really blame him. You can't really at this point he can't really rely on his players to be consistent. I think if Hollywood Brown was healthy, I think that move helps him a lot. But without Hollywood Brown, I mean, you're you're basically just replacing them with Chase. Um, you know, so you didn't get any better at the wide receiver position. Or at the running oh, back yeah, position. Yeah, or at the running back position because uh, you still, um, you know, you. I mean, well, I guess he didn't really get. He, he didn't got get Singletary. Any worse, now so he, he has can, Cook, yeah. Zeke. And no, he lost Cook, but now he has Zeke and Singletary, right? So yeah, yeah. I guess he really didn't get any better. Um, you know, I, I mean, circumstantially, he did get better at the wide receiver position because I do think Jamar is better than. Um, Hopkins, but circumstantially, again, with Hollywood being hurt, it doesn't really help Leo's team much. And he got, I think, Tua in return. That will help his team because Tua will put up points where, I mean, how how many points is, I think the most points Leo's gotten ever from his quarterback this season was like 13. 13? Let me see. Oh, no, Russ put up 29 one week. Sorry. So Russ put up 29 one week, but the first week he put up 18. Good performance from Russ. 
Then he put up 11. Then he put up 8. Then he went off for 29. Then he put up 8. Leo gave up <laughs> on him, started Zach Wilson, gave him 4. Uh, I think Tua, Tua can probably put up 16, 17 consistently. Yeah. Yeah. Once he uh, once he's cleared. Looks like they're expecting him to play Sunday. Nope. Okay, well, there you go. That's what, that's what I'm hearing. Anyway. And then on the other side, uh, Larry's team, he had the, you know, Trevor Lawrence with three touchdowns. I think he had two rushing touchdowns, if I recall correctly. Yeah. Yes, he did. Um, Chubb, kind of laugh performance from him. It's probably his first first game where he really didn't yeah, do luster. much. Brees Hall is that guy. Clearly, Brees he's Hall that guy. Has, uh, he, the, the whole Jets team has impressed me greatly the last few weeks. Jets are Zach looking Wilson, good. Looking looking good. <laughs> DJ Moore, this is why I will never draft him. He's just not, not he's that did. good. Team's not DJ that Moore good. alone. He doesn't have a quarterback. You try right. catching right. balls from PJ Walker. Devontae Smith back on track. Kirk uh Christian Kirk also back on track. Um and Kittle looking good with sixteen. This is I think back to back weeks where he uh no. I, I lied. He only got yeah, seven. Yeah, not week. a great performance last week, but he did have a great performance this week. So see what happens. That's definitely encouraging. Encouraging to see if you're if you're Larry. But yeah, now Leo's 0 and six. Larry's moved on to two and four. Uh, along with with James, who's also two and four. Yes, James James and Larry hold sole possession of the two and four. Let's take a look at um at James's performance. He played Craig. Craig put up one thirty. James put up one twenty one. And and honestly, it was looking, uh, you know, it was looking good for James in the first half. Yeah, yeah, I thought he was gonna come and then, out. With um, the and then the Buffalo Kansas City game happened at four twenty five and uh <clears throat> Craig got fifty points. Diggs is fucking unreal. Oh, he, Diggs has he, saved he, Craig, I think, three he's or four. He's gotta be the best now, receiver in, in the league, right? And in my opinion anyway, I think he is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I really uh I wanna try to make a trade for him, if I'm being completely honest, because I mean having having Allen and Diggs together would be great. But um he's just so good, dude. He's so good. He's that guy. Um and then obviously he had fucking Kelsey, which is arguably the best tight end. I think you can make an argument that Mark Andrews is is right there too. Because they have very, very similar numbers. I think they have the same yardage on the year, maybe separated by like one touchdown. Yeah, I mean I personally would would say Kelsey, um, but Mark Andrews is like really good. Yeah, so he's once again he's been saved <laughs> by by Diggs, and he's staring at a five and one, five and one team right now. On the other side, is this, the the Deion Jackson pickup I I was looking at on Sunday. I was like, oh, that's interesting pickup, and it fucking paid, paid off, off for huge. him. Twenty eight points. Paid off. A lot. Twenty eight massive points from him in his flex, but unfortunately it was just not enough. And then you got Fournette doing doing RB five things, you know, putting up twenty two. Very nice, very nice. Uh and then Godwin with fifteen, which is good. So I'll probably be looking up for him. I think James has also gone into the issue uh 
same issue as Larry, where he just faces the wrong team the wrong week. Uh, yeah, and, and Craig's team's a good team. I mean, Craig's in, Craig's in full, first place. He's got the best record in the league now, I believe. I think he's 5-1, and one, if I'm not mistaken. Um, you know, so, you know, any, anytime you run into Craig's team, no matter what team you are, uh, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to have you concerned. Then we got Jerry against Adam. Close matchup. Um, close matchup, uh, a little bit low scoring. Uh, Lamar, another week where he just not the best performance again. This is the third week in a row now where he's just not performing. As yeah, he, not that 16 is be. bad for a quarterback or even 14, 13, but when you come out the gates putting up a, you know, f- <laughs> 20, 40, 40, uh, you expect a little bit more than, you know, your average quarterback. Yeah. And that team is just, they have wins locked in and then they just oh, yeah. blow it at the end. They just like can't hold on. <laughs> They lost to the fucking hey, Giants. You're gonna ask yourself, are the Giants good? It's a legitimate it, it, question. I, I think they I are. I think they are. They're legit. I, I don't know why I they did. are. They shouldn't be, but I think they are. I don't know either. They shouldn't be. By by all means, they should not be good. But hey, there they are. The fucking I saw a video of uh I don't know who the fuck it was, but it was somebody on the Giants, fucking crying, saying like, oh, they didn't believe in us, but we're here. We're at home. The fans are into it. We love it. I'm like, bro, it's week six. To be fair, they're fine. Settle down. I mean, I'd be happy too. Yeah, but you haven't won shit. And they won't. Uh, like, the Giants that could easily change. It's just like, not even a question. Like, I'm sorry. Like, like, like Kansas Crazier City, things Buffalo, have happened with the like, Giants. You know. Crazier things have happened with the I Giants. I mean, they have, I but I, I still think. Kansas City, Buffalo, even Tampa, you're getting destroyed. Yeah. Um, regardless with the performance with Lamar, Mark Andrews did really, really well. Um, 23 points from him. Let's see. Kenneth Walker would have been the pickup of the week last week. He put up 19, but he, he was already rostered, obviously. Um, and then Amari Cooper got a touchdown to save his day, putting up 14. But he didn't get much from his running backs. CEH and, and Montgomery didn't really no. get much. Yeah, they really didn't. Um, I mean, which is kind of to be expected. CEH is a fucking fraud. <laughs> and, and Montgomery is he's okay. It's back-to-back weeks where you're not um, wrong it, on It's going to be back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back. To back to back to back. I'm telling you, the guy's not that good. <laughs> he's on a good offense. Uh you got nine carries, no targets. Uh, you know, maybe he's got a few targets. He'd be a little bit higher, but regardless, it was a low-scoring effort from Jerry Seen, but he still got the win. It did help. I thought he was gonna lose. Actually, he he was. To, we were playing Overwatch, and he was texting me. He's. I was like, dude, you got a chance. Uh, like Herbert only has like four at the half. He's like, nah, dude, nah. And fucking Herbert ended with fucking. Yeah, it was pretty points. crazy. Like, Echo yeah. still got 24. Yeah, Juju put up 22. Was, that was nice. I knew Gordon wasn't going to do no. shit. But point eight yeah. is wild. Mike Evans had a bad game. Lazard had a pretty good game. 17.6 points. Caught that touchdown. Yeah. The only touchdown that, that was yep. thrown by. Um, Evan Engram played like Evan Engram. And then Miles Sanders had a pretty good game. 
for Miles Sanders, was RB10. 71 yards and a touchdown is I, I would take that every single week. Yeah, and that's this is what happens. Like you can be like, because I, honestly, I don't think Miles Sanders is that good, but he's on a good team, so he's gonna get points. Having you know I mean? a, a okay piece of um, a really good offense is always a good thing. Definitely want to incorporate that more into my drafts going forward. Just like looking at the actual teams and be like. This offense is pretty good. I should probably like anyone on the Eagles that's worth talking about is absolutely money. Like, look at you know, look at like if you drafted Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders, AJ Brown, Devonta Smith, all of them are worth playing in fantasy. You look at another team, Buffalo. You drafted Singletary, Allen, Diggs, Davis. Like those <laughs> offenses just produce. Yeah. Two different levels, but they do produce. So you definitely want to keep that in mind, I guess, when you're drafting. But yeah, Adam Adam cops the the L. Uh, he's three and three along with a multitude of other teams, including Jerry, who we lost to. Um, he also did put Melvin Gordon on the trading block. Not sure that anybody will really want him or any part of that. I don't offense. think anybody wants anything to do with Denver. But you never right know. Maybe Cortland Sutton. Uh, that's about it. He also put Schultz on the the trading block. Yeah. Who has not produced at all this year either. Besides yeah. week one. Uh, so there's, there's Adam's trading block if anybody wants him. Uh, speaking of the guy I just mentioned, Cortland Sutton, we're talking about two other three and three teams. Um, you know, Huey played Mike this week. A Very closest close. matchup this week. Separated by 1.1 um, points. You know, Mike was able to walk away with the win. Um, mostly due to a really good performance in New Orleans by Joe Burrow. Um, he was back home. You know? Great. Summoned that championship right. Him spirit. and Jamar both. They had uh, great games down in New Orleans. Joe Burrow put up 35 points. A.J. Brown, who we just talked about, put up 17. Um, Zach Ertz, 14. No one else really had an amazing game. Um, you know, in particular. Pat's uh, yeah, defense Pat's really defense. good. In particular, you know, bad games from Curtis Samuel, um, Caleb Huntley, and Khalil Herbert. Mike's just in a bad situation with his running backs right now. Um, you know, yeah. both put up under eight points, and you know, and that's gonna happen. Um, you know, hopefully, Mike can get something figured out. Quarter, I'll be back sooner rather than later, but um, yeah, gotta figure something out there. Yeah, he needs to make a move for a running back. Uh, so if anybody out there has running backs to spare or running backs to move, definitely I would be looking at trying to get somebody from, from Mike because he is in dire I need my own something. startable running back, uh, so unfortunately I can't. I have nothing to offer him. I would have assumed that uh, that James would probably be making some offers his way. James had yes, running backs to spare. Yes, I agree with that. Um, talking about running backs to spare... Not exactly a problem Huey's having, um, at least not this week. He had to start James Cook. Not a good start. Point eight points. Uh, did not did not go well. This is his only option. I get that. Uh, you know, not much in the way of free agency. Yeah, nine last yeah, week. Yeah, for so sure. See, and, you know, and and Swift is hurt. Slash was also on a buy. Damian Pierce is also on a buy. You got Christian McCaffrey to carry the weight for you know what Cook might not get. I get the start, one hundred percent. You have to do it. Um, did not pan out, but CMC still had a good week, twenty two point eight points. Jalen Hurts good week, eighteen point seven. 
Brandon Ayuk dropped two touchdowns, 28.3 points. And and everyone else he was, was average off. or worse. The one that really, really surprised me was Cortland Sutton because he's been so consistent this year that three points, he gets one more reception. And he's been double digits, sometimes closer to the 20s than the 10s. Um, yeah, double digits every week, seven-plus targets mm-hmm. every week. That that offense had a bad had a bad Just, week. I mean, again, even though Russ did have a better week than he's been having, it wasn't a good week. He had nine points in the first quarter and only finished with 13. Mike definitely lucked out this week, I'd say. And it puts both of them, both those teams at three and three. Lots of three and three teams. Right now we got Jerry, George, Mike, Adam, and Huey all sitting at three and three. Lots and three and three teams. Of those of those five teams, who do you think has the strongest team right now? Looking at the numbers, I mean, I, I have to go with Jerry. Um, you know, I, I have to. He's put up the most points, <laughs> yeah. and there's really no debating it. Um, Solid amount of points against as well. And that's the thing. The guys. I really, I mean, so go, statistically, I want to say Jerry. When I look at the teams and, and I see, I, I really want to say Adam, to be honest. So, you know, I, I would say statistically speaking, my answer would be Jerry. Uh, personally speaking, from what I see, what I like, what I kind of mentally project, I, I say Adam. Yeah, I'd probably say uh, Jerry's as well. Um, but Adam's NFC is also pretty strong. They've just been performing really well. Uh, besides this, but again, bye weeks this week, a lot of different shit going down. But, you know, I don't think you're going to ha- get a performance like that from Herbert. Well, that's the thing is Adam comes real close to being four and two, um, really close. Um, and Jerry comes real close to being two and four. You know, uh, Herbert plays a regular game and those scores are completely flipped. And my guy Brian Damn. Robinson is on Adam's team. So, like, you know, you get shot and you come back in five games, bro. You got, you got my loyalty. Yeah. Yeah, solid. A lot of shit going down. Uh, the final standing projections have changed quite a bit. It's funny because I looked at mine specifically and I said I was projected to finish third last week. And now I'm I'm down to five, even though I still won. And I'm like, what the fuck? This is this this is why, guys, we make our own power rankings. Super unbiased, super true, guided by the fantasy. Yeah, I gods. mean, Bla- Blad lost. Obviously, jump from four to one. Yeah, yeah. So we're not going by ESPN, guys. We we gotta let let yeah, the fantasy If you want to go by ESPN, take a look. It's right in the league page. Not hard to find. But uh, you know, if not, every two weeks we'll hit you with them power rankings. And uh, tell you how we really feel. I was catching some heat from Jerry saying that it was it was biased. I'm like, I, don't do I mean, it wasn't biased. Wasn't Jerry me. wanted to be above you, but he had less wins than you. So I mean, I don't know. Yeah, he was just salty about my position on the charts, and he should be worried about. Uh, hey, when one person has three wins and one person has two wins, you know, you gotta let the wins do the talking. Um, but yeah, those are all the matchups for the week, guys. And obviously, we had a bunch of trades go down. Uh, I already talked about a few of them. Or we, we talked about the big one that got ve- vetoed, so we won't go into that uh, anymore. But and we talked about Leo's trade. Talk about your trade. Out. 
Yeah, my trade, I, I traded away Kamara and Williams for Cooper Cup and Daryl Henderson. Seems fairly balanced. Uh, I think that trade mostly got made because George, uh, like he said himself, wanted to make a trade. Feels like he needs to make a trade to get a little bit more consistency. Um, and he'll probably, you know, keep moving moving those pieces. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he moves Kamara for somebody else. Yeah, and then we yeah. have one more trade uh, that got made. It was the one that was the middle of the day. Didn't kick off the trades. Uh, it was Craig and James um, traded Dak. Craig traded Dak, that is, and C.D. Lamb for Najee Harris and Tom Brady. I mean, trade doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me, to be honest. Um, me either. I don't think it's a particularly unfair trade. I just don't. I'm pretty sure Craig yeah. offered the trade too. If I yeah, I mean maybe he just chat. thinks Najee is you know uh, you know ready to turn the season around. Or, Probably just really. I'm like not Najee. sure, but the performance I saw out of Najee this past week, and I've been keeping an eye on him, didn't impress me. I mean, yeah, he he did get up to you know one of his highest season totals so far, but it just it really didn't impress me. It was. Really a lackluster rushing week. He had 14 <laughs> rushes. He only got 42 yards. He had two targets. He had three targets. He was saved one, by that touchdown. One he for a touchdown, but he, he really was. saved was. by that touchdown. He, he doesn't get that touchdown. He's got, what, five points, six mm-hmm. points? And he has a tough matchup. He has tough matchups going forward and heading into a bye. So yeah. And, really the, sure. and, and the, the Tom Brady there, thing doesn't uh, make much sense to me. He's had below 15 points for the majority of his games this season. Yeah, he's gotten up to twenty eight at one point, but he's not. He doesn't. He's not the Tom Brady of old. Uh, I personally would rather have a healthy Dak on my team. I kind of get the fear that maybe Dak will get hurt again, or he wouldn't be as good as he has previously been. Uh, and I mean, CD Lamb's just a stud. So I, I don't really understand the trade, but again, I don't think it's particularly unfair. Yeah, I don't think so either. It has one veto. Uh, now that I'm looking at it. Um... Two upholds, one veto. I'm not really sure why that's getting vetoed, but I don't. I don't think it'll, I, I would think it would go through. Uphold or veto any of them? I I let fate decide that. Like I said, that one just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. But again, I don't. I don't think it necessarily me makes either. either team you know significantly better. Think, you know, I think James's team gets gets nicer with with CD. Um, you have an actual quarterback now. If you're if you're Craig, he he's been rolling with like just whoever. That's was the thing out I there. didn't really get though, because um, isn't Dak coming back this week? So it's like if you were trading to get a quarterback, like you could have traded with me. To, like he, he, he yeah, maybe fucking you know he could have slid me like just looking at Craig's team. If you if you really just wanted a quarterback, he could have slid me like. Like uh, George Pickens or something, I would have given him like Geno Smith and and someone, you know. Like I, I j- just off the top of my head, I don't even think that that's even. I, I don't even think I would need like a George Pickens for like a Geno Smith. Like you know, he he didn't have to go and give up C.D. Lamb to get a lackluster quarterback. Maybe he just didn't have faith in in Dak. That's and if that's what it comes down to, if you don't have faith in Dak, you might have not have faith in Lamb either. And maybe that's where where it came from. Maybe, maybe. But I don't think that's the end of the trades. I feel like there's going to be a lot more before the trade deadline. And I think the trade deadline's in November. Still, like, about a month away. And I'm just looking at further Craig's team. Do you think maybe he was panicking about 
running back, and he just knew that it would be fairly easy to get Najee. Because I'm looking at his team, and all he has for running backs on the bench is is Eno Benjamin and Rex Burkhead, and he, and he's starting can, he's starting James Robinson, which I think he's maybe banking on the yeah, workload because James Robinson is probably somebody you'll see moving to the bench. I think moving forward, probably judging off his last Most few weeks. Yeah, and you have ETN there who's taking a lot of carries yeah, too, and, and ET, ETN's taking a lot of carries and. I think ETN's going to be the primary passing down back for the most part. Um, so James Robinson, you know, is going to see a decrease there, and he certainly has because he went from being a, a top ten running back uh, beginning of the season, dropping twenty points a game essentially, to you know the, he hasn't had more than seven in the last three weeks. Yeah, and I just realized this might be the week to be playing against Craig because he's not going to have CD. And Diggs is out, so he's. I think most of the points are going to come from Kelsey this week, and maybe Josh Jacobs might have a good. Could game be the week Houston. to play him or week eight. He won't have Kelsey, um, and obviously CD will not be on his team anymore. So really, uh, you know, the Waddle Diggs combination is lethal. But yeah, facing Adam this week. I need uh I need Adam to lose so I I'm I need Craig to lose here. and I need to win so I can hopefully take or tie for first yeah. place. I think he'd still have the buy because he has good amount more for points. sure. And I'm playing Huey. Huey has a good team. Um, so we'll see what happens. I know I have a better record than him right now. Um, you know, so I'm not. I'm not under. He has he has a lot of buys this week. Yeah, so I'm, I'm looking good. now and. Yeah, Hertz, Hertz, Hertz is going to be helpful because he's going to have to start a waiver wire quarterback, um, and and Higby means he's going to have to start Waller if Waller is healthy, and if Waller's not healthy, he's looking at a waiver wire um, tight end, and then he's also looking at a waiver wire uh, defense. So yeah, I mean, I'm getting fairly lucky, and uh, you know, he does get Damian Pierce back off his bye week. That's striking fear into my heart but uh to have to face to have to face cmt and david <laughs> pierce is hurtful no not really i guess the only the only matchup to look forward to is is the guaranteed yeah. win against leo i guess due to the George. circumstances of the guaranteed win and leo making a big trade to try to you know push his team a little uh that's it that's it same as george moving on yeah from i'd players. say that's it all right that's pretty much everything for the week, guys. Uh, we're going to get into – we did this last week, but uh, unfortunately wasn't able to – again, wasn't able to upload it. But we're going to do a draft here. We're going to do top five picks, fast food restaurants. Uh, I mean, first round pick for me, fast food joints, it's a layup, Chick-fil-A. <laughs> oh. You got to go Chick-fil-A Damn. first, right? <laughs> Damn, Chick-fil-A is really good. Nah, Chick-fil-A is really good. Um, I'd say, because it's always been there for me, Old Reliable is uh, Wendy's. Wendy's is going to go number one All for right. me. I didn't expect you to do that, so I'm going to take what I what I really <laughs> thought you were going to take here. Uh, you, what else, dude? Don's. McDonald's. Everybody loves it. Uh, all right. Yeah, I'm not really too mad about that. I haven't had McDonald's. In I a almost very long got it for lunch today, but then I did not. 
They need to bring, bring they, back those, those snack were mix. probably their best menu item of all time. Third, I would probably be, because I I wouldn't want to lose this, even though I haven't had it in a really long time. I'm gonna go raising Ooh. canes. Raising canes is one of those places where like the chicken is just like unbelievably good. Dude, the cane the sauce, sauce, dude. Damn. They made that that got set it really right down did. from heaven. It really did. Oh, all right. So we got Wendy's and Canes, uh, right? What are they? Wendy's and Canes, and you got Chick Fil A, McDonald's, My and third your pick. third picks. I'm between two, you know. Now, I'm just gonna do it because it's this one's old reliable. This one's my favorite, personal favorite. Now, if I if I'm like, you know, really craving this, the craving isn't satisfied by anything else. I need I need to go to this <laughs> restaurant, Taco Bell. <laughs> oh fuck! I was hoping it was gonna be Taco Bell. It's Taco Bell is really really good. You can make all the jokes you want about diarrhea. Taco Bell doesn't give fuck. me diarrhea at all. It only gives me happiness. It only gives me joy. Me either. Happiness. It only <laughs> makes me exactly. You have that with a nice Dude, Baja a Blast nice freeze. Cheesy gordita crunch, the Baja Blast. A nice uh, grilled oh. cheese burrito. A uh, cheesy uh, beefy yeah, You, ever, you know what's really good from there no, too? Uh, off topic, I guess. But you ever have their uh, their potato taco? They're no. like kind of like home, kind of like home fries, right. but like a taco. They use like home fries instead of the meat. It's, okay, it's good shit. Well, the one thing that surprised me from there was the, oh, the yeah, nacho those, fries. Those pretty good. Now and then I'll get the uh, cinnamon delights. I fuck with that. Uh, okay, so you went Taco Bell. That was gonna be that was probably gonna be my next one. Um, I'll go because this is probably my favorite burger spot. I consider it better than In and Out. And uh, Jack in the Box, which was the two places that I went to out in the West Coast. Uh, favorite burger spot is uh, Five Guys. Right. I, I like Five Guys. You know, not not a lot of people love it, but I'm just like, you know what? If I need a Five Guys burger, that's all I need that day. I, I feel it. I, I, I like Five Guys. It's not my personal <clears throat> favorite, but I like it. Um. Like I said, Taco Bell's probably my personal favorite, but my fourth pick is going to be one that I like. Uh, I don't go there all too often, but I used to go there more than I go there now. It's got to be Popeyes. I don't know what it okay. is about, like, like I, I love a good Chick-fil-A sandwich, but th- that Popeyes sandwich with the crispy chicken, it just hits different sometimes. What's your, what was your favorite crispy chicken sandwich? From all the ones that came out, oh, uh, in like twenty, you know, you had the KFC, you had the, uh, yeah, the, the crispy, the, the chicken crispy sandwich, chicken fucking had, crazy. It had to be Popeyes, without a doubt. We actually did a test one time, me and my girlfriend. Um, we just like it was like a Sunday or a Saturday. I forget. We were real bored. We drove around. We got a sandwich from Popeyes, from Wendy's, from McDonald's, from Burger King, from KFC, and we just and we just like cut it, like Damn. cut them in half, and just like you know, just took like a couple bites from each. And both of us, uh, Popeyes was like the undisputed winner. I think I went to Popeyes a couple times, and I didn't like the smell that was emanating from the bag. And I was like, "This seems like kind of weight." Like I know it's processed or like whatever the fuck you want to call it, um, but it just didn't smell right. 
So every no, Sunday I, feel I that. go there. But if I have to go to a a chicken spot, which is gonna be my next pick, and I actually like their chicken sandwich a lot. It's KFC. Because uh, KFC, you can you can you know get the sandwich. I always get the uh, famous, the famous bowl. Famous bowl fill you right up. Five dollars. You know, everything dude. you need. I like the chicken littles. And yeah, the chicken littles are a nice little side addition. The cookies aren't bad if you heat them up. Uh, it's just you know all around very good it is. chicken spot. Like if I could just peel the skin off like the actual regular chicken, I would just yeah. eat that. I don't I even have to that. eat the actual chicken. My last pick, you know, my final, final pick, pick. Something that really for the last. 12, 13 years has always has always been there for me. Every single time I wanted something that just needed to hit the spot. Every time me and my friends wanted to go somewhere, get something, just hang out a little bit. It's gotta be Chipotle. It's gotta be Chipotle. Chipotle. Forgot about Chipotle. Forgot about Chipotle. Chipotle's I haven't had it in a long time. I need to. I need to have it again. I think it disappointed oh, me one, one too many times. It disappoints me every very... time, and I'll still get it. <laughs> the thing is, with every Chipotle in like this day and age, it kind of sucks because you either need to order it online or have it delivered. Because like a lot of those restaurants, you can't like walk in and just like build the burrito anymore. So like, they kind of just like slop it together a lot now because you're not watching them anymore, and. It, it's a little more disappointing than it used to be, but I still think it's top tier. Yeah, it's not. I mean, like I said, I haven't had it in a while, so I can't really. Not a bad pick at all. Not a bad pick at all. For my for my final pick, um, not something that you have often. I don't think you see them around here too much. Like you have to really look for them. Ooh, Panda Express. Panda Express. Again, it's. I haven't had it. Probably the last time I had it was the same time I had. Canes when I right. used to live in in Alston, where it was like right there, but they had one in the BU uh, right. diner. Yeah, right. Panda Express is it's very good. clutch. It's very good. Love that. It's shit. big portions too. Solid portions. Solid. It's very portions. good. They used to have them in malls a lot. I, I don't really see them in malls anymore. They've kind of been replaced with the no name places. Damn, dude, Shake Shack would have been a Shay good Shack. one. We forgot about Shake Shack. <laughs> Damn! Look at that. I said McDonald's. I like that's with this list. <laughs> Damn! Basic ass McDonald's. Come on now. All reliable. I'll take it. Finally, Dude, did you know they're putting the canes in uh, the loop? One hundred percent. No, they're not. I promise you. No, they're not. not. Dude, you know they're not. The are freaking out, but they are. It's real. <laughs> Yeah, they're no, putting the, the cans car. in the loop. I, I was on it before, right? So no I got a call at work. Right? So obviously, I work for National Grid, so I'm, I answer a call. They're like, yeah, um, it's for the loop. And I was like, all right, I'm familiar. I know the one. So I, I bring up the address, and I see the name on the account. And it's like, it says Raising Canes. And I'm like, there's not a Raising Canes there. And then I see the account was like just started. This was a few months ago. It was like just started. And it ends up the people calling in weren't from Canes. They like own there was like the owners of the loop. But I saw it. And then I did some independent detective work. 
Yeah, man. There's a Canes coming to the loop. That's fucking <laughs> great. Have a Canes within 15 minutes of you? I... The only other one I is know, in Every time Boston. I go to the Aganis Arena, I get it. You have to. You have to. You every time I've have ever to. been to an event at the but... Aganis Arena for like the last like four or five years, I've gotten Canes. Dude, the grilled, the grilled, oh grilled, like God, fucking that is hot so dog buns. Fucking thing. clutch. That is so fucking clutch. I'm just, oh my God. <laughs> I need this, like, <laughs> I need this up and running in the next won't. week. It probably won't be for a while. Jesus. But it's be sick, dude. Okay. All right, man. Take care, everybody. Thank you for listening to Taco Talk. We'll be back next week. Hopefully, we get this shit edited sure. and up for you guys. Step upon me, blood in my dog, and I can't see. I'm trying to be what I'm destined to be, and niggas trying to take my life.